0: (laughs) hello everyone welcome back to another podcast episode of hey stack nation i'm your host jesse and i'm here with vanessa hi vanessa hello how are you doing good if you heard a little bit of giggling and laughing in the background in the middle of this intro that's because we have a little little guest yeah a little guest here with us you want to say your name?
1: Evie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's very excited. <laughs> we have Evie here in the studio with us.
1: Yay! Yay!
0: What's your full name, Evie?
1: Evangeline.
0: Evangeline. It's a pretty name. Who gave you that name? Mommy. Oh, I think it was Daddy.
1: <laughs> no,
2: it was mommy. <laughs>
0: mommy. Well, we're happy to. We're happy to be here. We're happy to. Be able to share another podcast with our audience, and... Do
2: you want to explain why Elijah is not here?
0: Yeah, yeah, we should. We should not leave him out, huh?
2: Because Evie's our favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> just well, kidding.
0: No, he wasn't feeling too well, you know. No, he, he had a headache, and yeah. he went to bed. He went on a little bike ride with Dad this afternoon, and kind of overexerted himself, and burned himself out. He came inside. He looked red as a lobster.
2: Yeah, because it's super hot. Because <laughs> it's
0: super hot. And then out he was, yep. which is good. He needs to sleep because he's pretty miserable when he has a headache. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad he's sleeping. But we have Evie. Yay. So Evie's here. And Yay. we're going to ask her a few questions just real quick because kind of May is, this is a month of May. and uh,
2: Graduation.
0: Graduation, yeah. I mean, the focus and the Tends to be the emphasis tends to be on graduations and graduates. And we're going to talk to Evie a little bit about school. Right, Evie? Yes. Yes. And so you're going to be starting school soon, right?
1: How old are you? How
0: old me? are you? For, yeah, how old are you, first of all?
1: For now, I'm five.
0: You're five? Okay. Yeah. A- and were you in
2: school this year? Did you go to school? Um. Or did you just. Do
1: school at home. I just did school at
0: home. And who who your teacher?
1: Papo They live next door to us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we had we had Papo, who is the grandfather, mm-hmm. right, work with Yvette, Evie on some very basic like, things, like yeah. the alphabet and the letters, preschool and stuff, preschool stuff, right. Yeah. So what what grade are you going to next year?
1: Kindergarten kindergarten
0: yay that sounds very exciting are you excited about kindergarten
1: i don't know
0: yet that's okay oh, that's okay you don't know yet that's a good answer you don't know it because you haven't been right do you have any little fr- do you have any little friends that are going to be in kindergarten jacob jacob yeah he'll be oh, with you in kindergarten yeah. yeah anyone else that you know of i don't know what, what kind of things do you think you're going to learn in kindergarten Maybe you learn to do what? Math. math. Math? Okay. I already know taking are you already, away. Oh, you're already le- ready to learn math?
1: Yeah, I already know taking away.
0: You already know what? Taking away? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm
1: going to tell you one thing about taking away. Okay, tell me. So if I have five and then I take away two... I have three left. Oh.
0: Fantastic. That is job. great. I already
1: know how to do tape either way. You're,
0: know. You know what? You deserve. Yeah. <laughs> 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 good job. I think you're, you're going to be a smart kindergartner. Already ahead of the curve.
1: like If I have five and then I take away one, I have five left. No.
0: I think that's (laughs) what I just said.
1: (laughs) The other kids are not thinking about that. Oh, that's what she said. Oh, the other kids. Five, and then I take away one, I have three. Oh. That's what
0: the other kids are going to be
1: like.
0: But not you, right? You're going to get the right answers.
1: I'll always get it right.
0: You always get it right. Well, I hope that you have a good time in kindergarten, that you learn all kinds of new things. But the most important thing is that you're going to be around other kids, and I hope you make a lot of friends. Are you ready to make new friends? (laughs) <laughs> do you want to make new friends?
1: Yeah.
0: Do you want to make friends? Or you prefer to just be by yourself?
1: Well, it's, I think it's more fun with friends, don't you think? Yeah.
0: Yeah? Okay. I did to
1: play with Jacob.
0: Yeah, when do you graduate?
1: <laughs> She's like, what does that mean? What is,
0: like, Don't worry what about it. You've got mean? a long ways to go before you graduate. But like you,
1: a hundred months.
0: Probably is about right. <laughs> a
1: well, hundred years, or a hundred nights, or yeah, hundred that's a long years. time. A hundred nights, or a hundred.
0: Yeah, it's, it's going to be a long time. Nine. Well, thank you so much for joining us and telling us a little bit about what's uh, coming up with you and kindergarten. We're happy that you shared with us. Thank you. <laughs> okay, you can you can go now. Thank you, Evie.
1: I have one more thing to tell
0: you. Okay, you can tell us one you more start. thing. Okay, talking to your microphone so we can hear you.
1: Um I have learned a lot.
0: You have yeah. learned a lot?
1: And I want to tell you something. Okay. So I know how to make the sound out of
0: x. X? Yeah. How do you make it? X. x, x. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be learning x, so much x, more. X, I think you have x. a pretty good teacher. You must have a good teacher. Well, you're going to learn a whole lot more, and I hope that uh, you enjoy kindergarten, and I hope that you enjoy your teacher and making friends. So, can you say bye to everyone? Bye. Bye, Evie. Thank you. I'll see you later. We'll see you later. And it's another
1: Sabbath and another Haste video. Yeah. Bye, Haste That fans.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Evie. That well, that cute. Cute. well, that was cute. Well, that was a great interview. We, we enjoy having um, Evie and Elijah to interview next time we'll have Elijah. Later. Bye. Later. Bye. Okay. So just want to remind everyone to, uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and social media. If you want to find out what we're up to or when the next podcast is coming up, uh, we'd like to hear from you too, you know, share the podcast with uh, others as well. You can find us also on Amazon music, Apple podcasts, Spotify, Podbean. If you, uh, Uh, if you're interested or you just want to tell someone, Hey, I found this really cool podcast. Uh, it's a nice Adventist Christian podcast
2: with a cute little five-year-old.
0: Yeah. Sometimes they have a five-year-old on there and she's adorable and cute. And that's, you know, it's all, it's all fun when, you know, she's on the microphone. But once she gets off that microphone, it's like chaos. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but we like to include them and involve them because it's, it's good for them. And I think they enjoy being a part of this. Right.
2: Yeah, and hopefully one day they can take over.
0: Man, even though they make us sweat when we're like, what are they they going to say? say? (laughs) Is it going to be appropriate? (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, yeah, uh, we appreciate uh, all that have joined us, that have found us. Uh, We hope that you continue to listen and invite other people, encourage other people to listen to our podcast as well it's fun mm-hmm. um and you can also contact us you know we do have an email address haystacknation at com. drop us a line say hi you know tell us how much you love us or how much you don't like us <laughs> you can tell us that too you can tell us whatever you want to tell us but no, uh, don't tell us that no we yeah well you know some people are very expressive but if you have something you want to share with us, maybe you have a ministry, maybe you're a part of a ministry, maybe your church is doing something exciting and you want to you know, share that with uh, the audience that we have. We do have an audience, by the way, not a big audience, but there is an audience, uh, but you're involved in something you want to share. Maybe you have a story, uh, a testimony, maybe you want to encourage someone. Uh, we definitely would be more than welcome to, uh, more than happy to have you. On the show, or at least mention you uh if you have something that you would like to share with others, if you wanna invite us to come on site, that'd be fun too <laughs> <laughs> We'll bring the kids too <laughs> uh we'll bring the swag we'll bring we'll 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 bring some uh you know just some surprises and things to hand out and pass out, but you know if you have an event and you think maybe. you huh I said maybe maybe yeah. Well, we'll do our best. We'll do our best. Yeah. Don't we'll do our best.
2: not promise that because we don't know <laughs> if we can get that done.
0: yet. <laughs> we can. We will. Um, anyway, so just want to, again, invite you to interact with us uh, if at all possible. And again, we appreciate those that are listening and those that have um, reached out to us. And we look forward to continue to bring you some more podcasts and more experiences and share more things with uh, with you. Really, our purpose, our goal is to share encouragement, to share Jesus, to share his love, to share the gospel, to share the good news. There's a lot of people that, you know, sometimes just need a little bit of uplifting and encouragement. And we just want to, you know, maybe be a, be a bright spot in someone's day, someone's life, if possible. <laughs> All right. So, the one of the things that's hap- that happens in May is graduation, right? A lot of... Yes celebrations and graduates. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when you graduated? Is that a long time ago?
2: Mm. I don't, I mean.
0: You you didn't have, did you have a graduation? I didn't
2: have graduation for high school because my last two years of high school, I was homeschooled. So Mm. it was just like the last day. That's it. Bam. And you're done. I'm done. But I mean, I remember when I graduated from. For uh, for surgical tech,
1: mm-hmm. um, yeah,
2: I remember that. Where'd you rank? I actually, <laughs> why would you ask me that? Because <laughs> it's very. Uh, I was valedictorian Oh, the class. Nice.
0: <laughs> See, you are smart.
2: Mm, I guess I
0: ranked like number two hundred and. Well, I have
2: a small. There was a small <laughs> class, so I mean, I don't know. What are you
0: embarrassed to talk about that you're about to talk? Why? I don't know, Vanessa. You deserve <laughs> an applause. That's a that's a, an accomplishment. You're too modest. You need to celebrate that a little more. You need to you know share that with other people a little more. Yeah, I was not anywhere near Val Victorian. I was lucky I graduated. Oh gosh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't remember I mean I remember high school graduation was large, very big. Um uh, they did it in a um at the gym of a of a university. It was a big class, and I don't remember much about it. It was just big. I mean it was, well, a, that public, was a long time ago it was, for you. It was. I mean <laughs> That was a long time ago. I
2: mean, co- college alone was like and then, 20 and years. college, and
0: I know, right? And then college, I re- kind of remember that graduation. I mean, that was at Southwestern Avenue University, did in the gym. I don't even remember anything. I don't remember any of the speeches. I don't remember anything. All I know is that I got a diploma. Then I graduated. That's all that really matters. And then I did graduate school. And I don't even think I went to that graduation. I was just glad yeah. I was done with school period done forever i think
2: i think you told me that you didn't go
0: to that no i didn't go to that one what 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 advice any words of wisdom for graduates
2: uh run
0: run (laughs) from what
2: (laughs) real life (laughs) (laughs) go hide yourself
0: (laughs) no that causes a lot of psychological problems i know i'm just you can't ignore real life that was not good (laughs) advice at all
2: i'm just kidding uh
0: I don't know. You know, what, what do you think the graduate would, would want to know or would need to know about getting out into the real world?
2: I don't know. I mean.
0: You're, you're part of, you've, you've been in the real world for how long I now? I know,
2: but it's very different from school. Like,
0: knowing, knowing, what things you, things aren't always, knowing what you know now about the real world, what would you tell, what might you tell a graduate?
2: Think about this now.
0: Well, well, come back to you. Okay. Here's well, some. What would you say? Me? Yeah. I would say, you know, graduation speeches are always about the future, right? Oh, you know, you're going to, uh, you know, you're Nobody graduating. Nobody remembers graduation speeches. You're going. You're 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 you're, you're looking Unless forward you to your it. future. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You're looking forward to your future, and you're going to be planning this and planning that, and you don't know what you know what's coming your way, but make the most of it. Da da da. You know, just kind of. Mm. But no one ever talks about. The importance of the present, so my advice to graduates is to remember the present every day remember the present I don't think we give enough thought to the present if you think about it a lot of our thoughts usually go to the past right because we think about things that have happened to us or we or we think about too much about the future we think about what we're gonna do we think about we think about like what uh, what's coming up. Sometimes we get really anxious about it because we're uncertain about the future. Mm -hmm. But like, how often do you really take time during your day day? to just be in the present in the present moment?
2: Mm, I don't even do that. I think
0: that's a discipline. (laughs) That's a discipline in life that comes in handy that I think is often overlooked. And I would definitely encourage any graduate to stay in the present as much as possible because in the present is is where you're living. That's where everything is going on is in the present. And if you can take care of the things in the present, then the future takes care of itself. And the past, well, you can learn from the past, mm-hmm. but you can't change anything about the past. All you can do is change and affect the present moment. Okay. That's what I would say. I would say you've got to learn to live in the present. So, you know... Here's a few other quotes, by the way. And uh, I'm gonna read some of these. And we're gonna see uh, if these are if this is good advice, if this sounds like words of wisdom, if this sounds like something you could use in real life, something that could really help you and motivate you. Um, and so we're gonna go through some of these quotes. And some of these, I don't know who some of these people are that have quoted these things. But um, nonetheless, I think some of these can be of value and importance and others of these maybe not so much. But we're going to check these out and see what we can learn from them. Number one, now this is a quote from Jon Stewart. The unfortunate yet truly exciting thing about your life is that there is no core curriculum. The entire place is an elective. I guess that's just kind of saying that, you know, in life you have all kinds of choices. You have all kinds of things that you can do. I don't know about the fact that there's no core curriculum. I think as a Christian and as a believer, I think the Bible serves as that curriculum. Uh, It kind of serves as your guide, as your book to, I don't know, manage life, live life. And I think it has a very important place in you know, just kind of managing things. And so, yes, there's a lot of exciting opportunities, a lot of exciting choices that you can make in life. But I think also don't forget that you do have a guide in scripture, right? Wouldn't you agree with that one?
2: Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Because it started making me think about like what you said, some like advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just like, you're right. Like don't be, I think it's also, you're right. Like live in the present, but don't be scared of like the road that you're going to be going down. Mm-hmm. And to just remember to always um, rely on God. And I think um, let Him guide you, mm-hmm. you know, in the choices that you have to make. Because, mm. you know, like when you're in the real world, now things are affected. And then you begin to have, like, have families that will be at, responsibilities. Responsibilities yeah. that are affected by the choices you make. And mm-hmm. so. Sorry, I was just thinking about that whenever you're yeah. discussing this and Yeah, no, that's <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's actually good. <laughs> well, I just think well, that's I think a- about like my my career and where mm-hmm. I started and where yeah. I'm at now and where I'm at now, let me see, how long have I been doing this? Um, it'll be sixteen years in September. And I just think of where I started mm-hmm. and where I'm at now and the job that I have now. Mm-hmm. It took this long. Mm. I've only been at this like my all-time favorite job.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you know, it only took... I've only been here for maybe, what, like two years? Yeah. So it's taken that long to get to... um,
0: To where you want to be. To where I wanted to be. Yeah. And that's been, like, really opportunities that have presented themselves. Oh, yeah. Um, It's not... Like, I could I, have I, never I, I, imagined I say, that the, yeah. the
2: position I have right now, that I would have ever had this.
0: I would say it hasn't been the most... um ordinary path for you in your career, right? Right. I mean, there's been things that have happened in your career that have been opportunities that not many other people in your, in your field can right. have. Right, like this
2: is v- something that's very rare and that does not happen very often. Yeah. And I will say that, um, you know, we've always... Um, man, I just lost the word. Uh, you know, when you're like... We've always involved God in our decisions Mm -hmm. in the past that we take, like in our career wise. Mm -hmm. And I just think like where he's put me now, it's like, this is like a job that I'll probably retire from. Yeah. in this position. God willing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that's a very important point. You know, as, as I was saying earlier, I think the present that practice is important, but absolutely. I think God having God in your life is the ultimate, should be your ultimate goal, mm-hmm. your ultimate purpose. Everything should revolve around how can I involve God in every aspect of my life? You know? Because
2: mm-hmm. he also cares about absolutely. you know, your job and how it affects you because your yeah. job does affect you. Oh, it. it does. We've been in jobs oh. where they've been very stressful mm-hmm. and it affects
0: well, our home you,
2: life and other things. You and, think
0: about it. how How long do you spend at your job every day? Okay. Eight hours. Or more. Or more. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Your job is literally the place where that's going to impact you the most, mm-hmm. right? Because whatever job you have, that's where you're going to be at for the most part of the day. I mean, you come home right. after an eight, 10, 12 hour day. I mean, you're with your family for a few hours and then you go back to work. Right. So, I mean.
2: So don't, but don't be discouraged. I think don't be discouraged, you know, when you come out and it may not be your ideal job because mm. it's very rare that you get your ideal job right, right out right, of school. Right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's something that, you know, I think comes later. And then you kind of realize certain things about what you, what you would like to find in a job, yeah. you know, or a, a place that you're working. Um, so just be patient with that too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, don't just think that, oh, I have to wait and wait and wait for the perfect job because sometimes that doesn't come till later.
0: There are definitely. And there are lessons to be learned. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Great point here. How, well, here's, here's another quote that I think goes along with what you're trying to say. If you can find a path with no obstacles, it probably doesn't lead anywhere. There
2: you go. <laughs> We've had <laughs> obstacles.
0: Uh, yeah. And sometimes they appear to be insurmountable obstacles.
2: Oh yeah. But I will say that even when we get to that, even when we got to that point, we may have had to endure like some of those obstacles for a while mm-hmm. that was just very uncomfortable, mm. but then I feel like God always opened up a door and another opportunity for us to remove ourselves from, mm. you know,
0: yeah, those jobs. So sometimes being patient and enduring, right, the, those obstacles. Uh, you know, we sometimes would love for God to just remove the obstacle immediately, right? Just mm-hmm. Lord, just remove it now. I've endured enough, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and but. Sometimes God sometimes leaves those obstacles yeah, there. Sometimes
2: we have to sit in that uncomfortableness or that fire, mm-hmm, that fire for a while, you know, and then uh, an opportunity mm-hmm. is opened.
0: But if we trust in God, and 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 we and we have that faith that He is there and He's looking out for us, you know, it it makes it a little, it makes it easier sometimes to endure you know, or at least it takes a focus off the obstacle, right? (laughs) you know, and I think that's what makes it easier to endure is that when you're focused on the obstacle, that's all you see. Mm -hmm. And Jesus wants us to also, Hey, I'm over here. Hello. (laughs) Again, don't take your eyes off me. Again, those are opportunities for
2: us to, you know, when you're put in those positions, there's also opportunities for us to be able to remember God, I think. Cause you know, I, I know I'm guilty of this, but, When do we always remember God the most?
0: When we're in crisis. Exactly. When we're we're in trouble, right? (laughs) Well, you're right. Well, and then, you know, think about Peter when he walked on water. We all know that story, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he took his eyes off Jesus. And, of course, he was focused on the waves and the storm and everything that was going on around him. And he began to sink. And I think the same thing happens in life sometimes. You know, we have those obstacles that seem so you know, insurmountable, they seem hard, difficult, when's the end, and if we focus on just that, we begin to sink, I mean, we begin to feel like, just overwhelmed, I mean, I'm sinking in this, I, you know, and Jesus, all he wants us to do is remember, hey, I'm here,
2: yeah, and it's kind of, you know, it's funny though, because I feel like in both of our, you know, we both had jobs where we felt like that, where we just felt like we were drowning in Oh, yeah. All the stuff that's going on at work Mm -hmm. that I think that sometimes we, when we finally realize, you know what, God, I'm, you know, just help me get through the day, like, and consult Him throughout the day. I don't know if consult's the right word, (laughs) but I mean, like, just to be able to. It sounds so professional. I know, but I just mean, like, to say, okay, God, just help me get through this day. You know, I'm not happy here, but help me make the, the most of it. And I think when we finally get to that point and we finally are like, okay, you know what? It was actually a little bit more peaceful. Even though things were chaotic at work, Mm -hmm. it just still felt more peaceful. I think that's when God's like, okay, you've learned what I need you to learn. Now here's the door. There's an opportunity. (laughs) There's an opportunity opportunity there for you presented itself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, god 's timing is everything in these situations mm-hmm. it 's not our timing a lot of times it 's god 's right. timing and that 's right. what kind of is a little difficult to kind of remember you know it 's not my timing it 's god 's timing and oh, in yeah. the meantime you know he 'll help me yeah. you know through this um, yeah this that 's great I mean every graduate listening to this is they 're just ready to go out there and work now and to get into the workforce after what we 've told them. <laughs> We're inspirational. We're like totally that. inspirational. <laughs> what an uplifting conversation about your future career. <laughs> you know what? But there's, there's going to be some graduates that are, they, I mean, they're going to love their career. And, and, and I'm kind of jealous of those graduates. You know, they kind of know what they're doing. They know what they want. Mm-hmm. They love what they're going to do. And they're going to go out there and really enjoy it. And I'm, I got to just say, I'm a little bit jealous of you.
2: Well, me too, you know, because you know what? I think it's very hard for a 17 and an 18 year old to already know what they want to do in life. You haven't even hardly lived life, but you're supposed to already know what you want to do.
0: Yeah. Well, and then that 18, you're just, you know, you're kind of just beginning your college journey, but right. you're right. And you're I getting,
2: mean, it's like your first time of like freedom, like in, you're more independent because yeah. your parents aren't there to like guide you through everything. Right. And it's like, but you got to have it figured out. You better already know what you want to do in life.
0: Shoot, I didn't have it figured out. Me either. I think last week I still didn't have it figured out. <laughs> <laughs> I think today I haven't had it figured out.
2: Well, if, I mean, like I said, there there are things that I, w- I didn't know about when I was 17 or 18 and making life choices that I kind of always think, man, if I would have known about this, yeah, I would have tried that instead. Mm-hmm. I would have done that. That sounds like it's awesome, amazing. Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah. But, you know. Didn't always work out that way. No,
2: God had other plans.
0: Oh, but God has blessed us. Oh yeah, you know He has blessed us. Complain? Um, Yeah. Well, here's here's another here. Okay, we've been a little bit of a downer. Here's an uplifting quote. (laughs) Every year, many stupid people graduate from college, and if they can do it, so can you.
2: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's hope. There's hope.
0: (laughs) It's not all hopeless here at Haystack Nation. We do provide a little bit of hope. Um, you're going to fall down, but the world doesn't care how many times you fall down as long as it's one fewer than the number of times you get back up. You have to get back, you have to get back up a lot in life. Oh, yeah. Man.
2: And the world doesn't care.
0: And, and that's, that's a hard part about, I think, sometimes the reality of the world is that you will feel sometimes that the world just doesn't care how many times you fall down. And they don't care if you are down, you know. And uh,
2: there's always someone else to replace you.
0: Yep, (laughs) yep. That is so true. There's always (laughs) someone else. If you can't manage it, then we'll find someone else who can. You know, Debbie Downer, Vanessa.
2: I know, right?
0: But the important thing is that you get back up. Yes, that's life. Is about persistence and it's about getting back up. Jesus will help us get back up. I'm feeling really inspired. He puts us on eagle's wings. Be wise because the world needs wisdom. If you cannot be wise, pretend to be someone who is wise and then just behave like they would.
2: Take it till you make it. <laughs> That's what I always say.
0: Hey, what does the Bible say about wisdom, by the way? The Bible says the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of truth in that. If you're, if you're a graduate, if you're a graduate and you already have the knowledge of God, and you have the fear of God. It's not talking about like a being afraid of God. Right. It's talking about just a reverence for God. Right, right. Uh, if you have that knowledge of God, you have a reverence for God, you make God the center of your of your life, and you do everything possible to make that happen in your life. You will find that that will provide you with an abundance of wisdom that the people around you don't have. Wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Haven't you felt that way sometimes, like in, oh, yeah, in, yeah. in, in your workplace? Like, you know, it, and this is not to boast of oneself, but sometimes, you know, it, as, as, as a believer, you have a certain mindset, right? You have a certain mentality. And that mindset and that mentality leads to uh, choices. Mm-hmm. It also comes out in the way you interact with others and manage yourself and the way you work, even your work ethic. Right. 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 And when you have that, that reverence for God in your life and you live your life according to the way God wants you to live, you will find that a lot of people around you don't live that way. And they will comment about you. <laughs> and sometimes in, in a way that is like, Hey, you're different. Mm-hmm. That's happened to you. Right? Like, Hey, Vanessa, you know, you're, you don't handle things the way other people, People are handling things. Mm-hmm. I mean, doesn't that that's happened to you? You know, I'm sure that's happened to me. Yeah, you know, and, and it's not that I'm out there trying to make a point or prove anything. It's just the way that I am. You know, it's mm-hmm. just the way that I've I'm trying to be. I'm not trying to prove a point, but but then people notice that. So I think there's a lot of wisdom in that reverence for God and that knowledge of God, and if you practice it in your life,
2: yeah, I would agree.
0: So I don't have to. I, you don't have to fake it till you make it. Okay, a couple more here, Vanessa. You're graduating from college. That means that this is the first day of the last day of your life. Nope, that's wrong. This is the last day of the first day of school. Nope, that's worse. This is a day. It's just a day.
2: Oh, it's confusing.
0: Yeah, I know. Chew on that for a while. <laughs> All right the last thing we want to talk about uh, before we kind of wrap things up today is just one of the things in life that uh, you'll have to at some point contend with, right? Some, some something, something that you'll experience in the real world uh, that will be a reality that I think will test your faith more than anything. Um, and that's when you go through an experience that, Breaks you
2: mm-hmm.
0: right um, I think what you 'll find in life is that, as you were mentioning earlier, you know with as you progress through life, there comes more responsibilities, more choices more more things to take care of, right, mm-hmm. and as you go through that journey in life you're going you're going to encounter. At some point, if you haven't already, you know, but you'll encounter at some point that life will try to break you into pieces. Right. Everyone, I think, discovers that at some point that I'm broken in some way. And I think when you're young and you're coming out of college, there's like an invincibility.
2: Yeah, I was about to say that.
0: (laughs) Right. Can't Um, touch me. You can't touch me and I'm going to go conquer the world and the world looks like it can be conquerable. Is that even a word? Doesn't sound conquered. Like it. I just made it up. That's um, that
2: college education right there, guys.:
0: yep, There it goes. <laughs> At work <laughs> There's all that expensive money that I spent, and I can't even come up with the right word.
2: Conquerable. Conquerable.
0: <laughs> nice. And I go back to school. Um, but anyway, so uh, some of the things that can happen to you in life, and I, I just I just kind of wrote a, a quick little list here, but you know, bad relationships. Right. That,
2: that happens.
0: Happens, man. Um, that happens. Oof. Uh, employment problems. That happens. Happens. Financial problems. Oh, yeah. That happens. <laughs> uh, personal struggles. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe addictions. Trauma. Mm-hmm. Grief. <clears throat> right? Oh, yeah. Loss. Uh, family issues. Yep. Physical problems. Illness. Mm-hmm. Accident. Mm-hmm. Something. Right. In other words, you encounter these things in life, um, and a lot of times you're unprepared for some of these things. And sometimes, you know, you kind of are experiencing them already, right? Mm-hmm. But as life goes on, you realize, man, this is really a burden. This is really weighing on me. This is really affecting me, right? So we experience that kind of brokenness um, in life. We get this sense that life life is broken, um, and I think everyone comes to that realization at some point in their life. Yeah. What do we do with that? I mean, you know, what are the options? If, uh, if, if we come to that realization that, you know, something has happened. Right. Or maybe something is happening. Mm-hmm. And this, man, it is breaking me. It is discouraging me. And I feel I'm not the same person that I used to be. You know, I don't have that, that invincibility that I once had or I felt that I had. You know, right. What,
2: what? Well, you've got a, a few options. One, you can just let it defeat you when you give up. Another option is that you can just kind of... I mean, I guess you really can't just push it off and think that it's going to fix itself. You can. You think so?
0: People do that. People are like, eh, it'll just fix itself. I'll just Okay,
2: so then that's another ignore option. It. That's another
0: <laughs> option. You can ignore it.
2: And um, I think the third and best option... Well, we have another one, though, what? before
0: you get to that best one.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so you have ignore.
0: You have ignore. You have give up. Give up, uh, surrender. Uh-huh. I'm defeated, and right? Then what? And then you, you realize, oh, wow, I have bootstraps.
2: Pick yourself up?
0: Pick myself up by my own bootstraps, right? That's yeah, su- but, that self-reliance, yeah, I guess. you know, that self-reliance. Yeah, I, but I that can only do, gets you, you so know far what? I can do this.
2: Well, I mean, I guess. You're right. Okay, fine. So there's a few, like I said.
0: <laughs> Sorry, because you're gonna get to the best one. I just you know, I just want to throw that one in there. Self reliance is also one of the things I that people think try about to that, do. Yeah, but you're right. There you is know? that one Let me too. dig myself out of my own hole.
2: Yeah. And then the last is you know giving it to God. Mm-hmm. Turning to him and having him help you, you know sort through and um, guide you through those moments.
0: Yeah. That is the best, probably the best solution. Mm-hmm. And it sounds easier said than done, doesn't it?
2: And I say, I will say that I've tried all of them. Yeah, I think we all have. <laughs> and the only one that ever gave me peace mm. through that was turning to God and having him guide me through you know, those difficult times.
0: Why do you think that is? Why do you think that's the one that brought you the most peace?
2: I think, you know, because I think it really is true when God says, give me your burdens and I'm going to carry them mm. and I don't have to Come carry to me them.
0: all you that are heavy yes. laden and I will because give Because if rest. you think about the other ones, mm-hmm.
2: you're defeated. You let that burden crush you.
0: Yeah.
2: When you um, try to do it yourself, you can only carry it for so long.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's very true. Like, it, 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 it seems like a, like a temporary fix, right? right? But and eventually then, it'll catch up to right. you.
2: And then if you choose to ignore it and think it's going to work out, that can create more, it can have a snowball effect and mm-hmm. create more issues.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So the only. Kind of a lot
0: of unintended consequences.
2: Right, because you don't deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like that one helped me the most just because I didn't have to carry it. I didn't have to worry about it. I knew that I could just give all of those um, problems or those difficulties or whatever it is over to God, and he's going to carry it.
0: Some people might say, well, Vanessa, yeah, it's a little simplistic there, you know, just give it to God, and suddenly you're— Well, it's not.
2: I will say it's definitely not. It's something that I would say, here you go, God, and take it back the next day. (laughs) You know, it was something that I had to learn over— I would say even years, even to this day, still having to, to learn that. Mm. And even though I've been through those situations, you know, I still fall back to that when I get put in an uncomfortable situation.
0: That is very interesting. What you just said though. What? That sometimes we're willing to give it to God. Here, here you are, Mm -hmm. here, here it is. And then what do we do next day? We take it back.
2: Oh yeah. (laughs) Why?
0: Why? You know, it's, it's almost like why, right? Like, why do we take back the things that we know are causing us so much brokenness and pain and suffering and stress? Because we
2: want to hurry up and end that suffering and pain and stress, and mm, we think we can do that, but we can't.
0: mm. I guess that's the other fourth option, right? We give it to God, and then we take it back.
2: (laughs) Okay, we're just going to keep adding (laughs) options. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying that, you know, know, it's true, though, but it's
0: it's, it's it's like we, we want part of the solution but not the whole thing. Right. It's because like, we
2: have an idea, but God, you gotta you gotta fit that into my idea. It's like, come on, hurry up.
0: Fix this thing. Right. Fix this thing.
2: Or this is how I would like you to fix it. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I've been guilty of that. This is how I want you to fix it. Yeah, for sure. But I've had to learn it's not the way I want it fixed. It's it's God's. He has he has a plan. He you know, there are things that I had to learn in that process.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, we know, and the disciples are a good example of uh, walking with Jesus and many times getting into situations that would create problems. And rather than just completely rely on Jesus, they would always try to figure it out themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, and that caused them a lot of problems um, in the process. But turning to God is one of the things that is an option when you're going through things in life that you feel are breaking you, that you feel are causing you. Uh, so much of a burden, uh, God gives us can give us that peace. Um, you know, if it's something that we're struggling with, He forgives us. You know, that forgiveness is a gift. That's uh, that's something that many people um, overlook when it comes to healing. The the God's forgiveness, uh, God heals. You know, He gives confidence, He gives assurance, and He also brings success in a way that um, it's different from the world. The world kind of thinks of success yes. like. Yeah. Material things, you know, prosperity, right? Uh, But success and... I think
2: sometimes that success comes in just a peace of mind Mm. or Mm. um, just, I don't know. I mean...
0: I think sometimes there's that reassurance that God is there.
2: Yeah. I think... And it's not something that people always... You're right. it's It's not the world's idea of success, like, but... don't know i would rather have the peace of mind because Mm -hmm. when when you have all these thoughts and things going on in your head and there's just no like calm or peace to that and it's just like anxiety stress Mm -hmm. fear worry it's like Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i think
2: i feel like that's you're like suffocating yeah
0: well the wisest man that ever lived according to scripture solomon you know, at the end of, the end of his life, because he, he had a crazy life. He, I mean, you got to read his story, and you realize that Solomon was wise, but he was foolish also. <laughs> and at the end of everything, he I think this is either he writes this in Proverbs or Ecclesiastes. I can't remember exactly, but he says, you know, the conclusion of the matter is this, to love God and keep his commandments. Mm-hmm. That, that was it. I mean, after everything he went through, after everything he learned, the conclusion of everything for, that, that he realized was success in life. And this guy, I mean, was successful at many things. Mm-hmm. You know, everything from material things to, to building projects to, I mean, all kinds of stuff that he achieved. Mm-hmm. But at the end, he was like, true success, the culmination of everything, the conclusion of all life, the conclusion of every matter is to simply love God and keep his commandments. There you go. Right. Easy peasy. <laughs> and how do we find Jesus? Do, do we find him? Does he find us?
2: I think he finds us. But it, I mean, people go searching and looking, so mm-hmm. maybe it's both.
0: It's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. So if we're searching, he will find us, mm-hmm. right? If we knock, he will open the door. What does it say? If we ask, he will answer. Mm-hmm. If we seek, we will find if we knock, he'll answer. So if we're actively looking and seeking, and we don't give up that faith, then we will ultimately, you know, God does find us, and He will bless us with His presence. Mm-hmm. Psalms one forty seven three. Um, do you happen to have your Bible there with you? No. It even took mine. Well, we're going to look at Psalms one forty seven three, and. Um, See what that passage tells us about brokenness and healing, and God's role in in that. Um, and if I can just pull it up here real quick, because I think it's important that we have this in our mind. Uh, oops, did I say one forty seven three? I think so. Okay, there is a Psalms one forty seven. <laughs> All right, so here is what. You know, the psalmist wrote about brokenness and about God. He heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. So if you're feeling brokenhearted, you're feeling wounded by the things in life. Psalms 147.3 is a very simple promise and a very personal promise. And he says he heals the brokenhearted and he binds up his wounds. He's he's a healer. He's in, he's in the business of healing. He's in the business of making this whole Making this whole again, and if you look at Isaiah sixty one, you know Isaiah sixty one talks about the Messiah, right? It's the the messianic promise. It describes how Jesus, the Messiah, would take on all the sorrows, the infirmities, everything about our condition, right? And that um, you know he would take it and put it on himself, mm-hmm. and then make that ultimate sacrifice for us. That's a reality. That's a reality in the life of Jesus, that it's not just a promise that's kind of distant, but that promise was fulfilled in the life of Jesus. And because of Jesus, we have that healing. We have that um, opportunity to be healed. And there's also a passage in Luke uh, chapter four, verse one, that I want to share that I think also talks about um, Jesus here says, um, oh, and I, that might not be the right passage, actually. <laughs> um, but anyway, because Luke chapter 4 is actually about Jesus in the wilderness being tempted by Satan. But, you know, in Jesus' life, everything he did in life, you know, was a, a, a exhibit. He manifested God's healing power. And a lot of times the healing was physical, but it was also a spiritual healing that came along with that. And in life, you know, as, as you're going through life, as you're experiencing some of these things, then it's really important that you understand that God has a healing power that no one else does and that nothing else does. Right. And I think we've experienced that in our personal lives. We yeah. have. We have, yeah. And finally, we'll end with this. The power of love's uh, ministry. This is from the Advent Home. Okay, it talks about the power of uh, love and healing. Love's agencies have wonderful power, for they are divine. The self, uh, the soft answer that turneth away wrath, the love that suffereth long, and is kind, the charity that covereth a multitude of sins. What do we learn the lesson? With what power for healing would our lives be gifted? So, in other words, what is being said here is that there is a connection, a relationship between love yeah, and, healing. and healing. How life testify to that? Yeah. How life would be transformed and the earth become a very likeness and foretaste of heaven if there was love. These precious lessons may be so simply taught as to be understood even by little children. The heart of the child is tender and easily impressed. And when we who are older become as little children, when we learn the simplicity and gentleness and tender love of the Savior, we shall not find it difficult to touch the hearts of the little ones and teach them love's ministry of healing. So being an example for children, right? But...
2: Well, you know, that's kind of funny that you read that because, you know, um, you know, Eli, we were just having little issues with Elijah. Little just, issues. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, and so it's just kind of We're funny talking about
0: selling him. <laughs> okay. No, we weren't. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding.
2: No, but it's just funny that you read that mm. because yesterday, you know, we had an issue with him and his anger. Mm-hmm. And it just kinda got very overwhelming for him, overwhelming for us. And we were like, We don't know what to do. Like, how do mm. we respond to this? How do we act? What do we you know, our minds were going like in a thousand different directions of like, how do we deal with this? I
0: think we we're also just exhausted. <laughs>
2: well, we were. It's the end of the week. It's Friday. Yeah. We're trying to get everything ready for Sabbath. But it's funny that you read that because right, God's right there saying we just need to love him. Love. I mean, we love him, obviously, mm-hmm. but I think how we show him during those moments where we're all frustrated, we're yeah. all, you know, we're tired, it's the end of the week. And I, you know, I think sometimes, like, you know, we don't know, I don't always handle those situations great, you know? But it's just like that was God answering us right there. Like,
0: we remember love. Yeah the soft answer that turns away wrath, the love that covereth the multitude of sins, <laughs> you know, the things that are principles in scripture, the things that are reflection of who God is and his love, that's what brings healing, you mm-hmm. know? And so we, we think about, well, why so much brokenness in the world? There's not enough love. Nope. There's not enough All love. All you need is love. All you, yeah. <laughs> John Lennon. Genius. <laughs>
2: I already knew it. <laughs> um,
0: but that's a powerful thing to contemplate, that love brings healing and compassion brings healing. And when we have brokenness in our life, no one can bring that compassion and that love the way Jesus can. Right. And hopefully we have people around us that can that can encourage that love or be a part of that, but... When we feel alone or we feel no one else understands, Jesus will fill you with that compassion and love. He is a compassionate Savior, and he loves us, Mm -hmm. and he will heal us. He will bring that healing into your life. So we'll end with this. If you want to be successful and you want to graduate from the class of life,
2: (laughs) tie it all in.
0: Find the power of love. Not the way the world loves, because the way the world defines love is so, out of whack, yeah. okay? <laughs> if you want true love, you want real love, find Jesus. Yeah. He will show you love like no one can and will show you love. We won't. We don't understand God's love. We don't understand the depth, the width, the height of his love, but he wants to... Begin the process of putting it in our lives if we allow him to. Mm -hmm. All it takes is a prayer. Lord, just be here with me and show me your love. And the healing that will follow may amaze you. Nice. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for joining us on this podcast of Stack Nation. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you back here next time. Thank you, Vanessa.
2: Thank you, Jesse. I love you. I love you too.
0: I feel good already. <laughs> I have to say that I'm on
2: air right now. <laughs> Just kidding. Is this, what really it takes,
0: is this what it takes for you to, 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 for you to tell me that you love me?
2: I do tell him I love him. Don't Thank worry, you. guys.
0: Such a healing <laughs> experience. God bless you guys. We'll see you back here next time.